to the show <clears throat> it is another monday night and it is 9 34 exactly on the desert hope all of you guys had a great weekend out there and um let's get into some crazy shit on the show this evening everyone 
Crazy shit. Let's start it. Grant Mills, I'm excited. Hope all of you out there in a podcast universe had a great weekend. I had a pretty good weekend. Disappointing on some levels. I think we know what we're hinting at, but otherwise, it's Monday, 9:34 still. Talking to Grant Mills, host here. So what's crazy about your weekend or what's crazy about the show tonight, Grant Mills? I'm feeling it tonight. There's a good vibe in the air. Uh, I got about eight bottle of cocaine and some um, wild Irish rose. Just you know what? That's <laughs> that is wacky. And you know, we we talked last week, right, about Jimmy Buffett passing away. I think we hit on that. Um, God, it seems like it just happened yesterday, but he must have been. He, he was more popular than I realized. But what I thought about was crazy: is Frank Fritz still lives? Isn't he all fucked up though, or did he, is he any better yet? I don't know. I'm trying to figure this mystery out. It seems like he's uh, kind of in hiding. Well, I don't know if he's in hiding by choice, I, I think. But uh, people are saying he's improving daily. So he's walking again, apparently. So Frank Fritz, after a stroke left the right side of the star's body paralyzed, is improving daily. Hmm. All uh, right. How was your weekend? What did you do? Weekend was good. Um, up until uh, Saturday night. For the Bama game. But other than that, you know, I'm not going to rest on that. Pretty good. Got in a little walking, a little exercise, kind of moved around, enjoyed the last bit of a, well, I say last bit of this warm weather. I think it's going to keep permeating through uh, and, and boiling us. It's hot as fuck. But yeah, a good weekend, honestly, man. Uh, nice and relaxing, chilled. I traveled last week. I got a beach day in uh, Friday morning, though. I think I, I hit you up on that or messaged you. But uh, yeah, last minute work trip came up last week, so had a long drive day Thursday, excuse me, Wednesday, and uh, uh, went in, I'm sorry, my days were messed up, went in Thursday, that was my drive day, see this is what happens, and I left early, and I, I did work, 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 got to the beats at night at 10, cracked open a cold beer, and chilled for a minute, ordered a pizza by myself. Went to bed, got up super early so I could finish work before I drove home. But yeah, I had about two or three hours at the beach in the chill. So unexpected work out of town, but it took a nice turn. So um, how about see yourself? Boobs. <laughs> see any boobs? Uh, no, you don't. Her you boobs. Her boobs. <laughs> Not Her your boobs. boobs. I don't have boobs. Oh God, I don't yet. Uh, oh Lord, I, I got the uh, jabum flaps. Uh, gotta have a sponge bra to keep a move. No, you know what? It was beautiful because there was literally nobody out on the beach that night, and I'm talking nobody. I looked left, and I looked right. Ten o'clock at night, nobody walking up and down the beach. No kids trying to catch crabs and those little ass nets. Nothing. And then uh, that morning, I got up. A few people. I mean, and when I say few, I mean five. And when I say five, I mean up the whole stretch of beach. So I had a whole swath to myself. And the water was warm, too. You remember we had gone earlier for a crew conference down there uh, this year, and the water was chilly. Man, it was super, super warm. So ah, it was a nice little – I wish it lasted longer. I don't think it was worth 15-hour driving and uh, – six hours of work to to spend three hours at the beach but hey you know what silver linings 
Hey man, fuck it. Guess who's in the house? What a boo, man. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How was your weekend there, you stupid ass? Hey, I'm gonna do this regard that fucking insulting shit you just said, but I'm gonna like, pretty good. I mean, Biden was smooching all weekend and I'm just in there. Ooh. God, you disgust me. I mean, don't player hate a game, a player in the game, yeah. Well, how are you a player if you're in love with one bitch? Hey, you shut up about shit. You just never make any fucking sense. I'm going to slap the shit out of you next time I see you. You can not make shit. I love Jeet Kune Do Do Kune Kung Fu. You're an idiot. Um, so my, my weekend wasn't that great. I think I had COVID this weekend. I was sick since Thursday. So I took off Friday. I didn't do sh- I haven't even left the fucking house. Bam. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, pretty not fun. <laughs> How you feeling now? Good, yeah, better? Uh, not really. I mean, my head, I don't have a sore throat anymore. And my head is feeling a little bit better. But not all the way. It's still got that God. weird that weird feeling you get in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody had that. I had it uh, two weeks ago, and I think I mentioned it on the podcast. And it didn't come back as COVID; it came back as a different virus. Uh, the name. Oh, is really? So you got tested for it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, because my daughter had it, and she got tested. and There was no COVID. Then I got tested. Uh, in oh, uh, enterovirus, it, which is basically like a version of the common cold. But I had the same shit. My throat was on fire and swollen. Yeah. Her hers was too. Yeah, I felt her- just. Your head hurt like a motherfucker. Uh, body any, hurt. Like, nasal, nasal shit a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Like it felt like a bad cold, but like yeah, yeah. It, it almost felt like the flu and a cold, um, mm-hmm. which I know sometimes people think they interchangeable and shit. But for me, I can tell the difference. But I haven't had the flu in god ages. But it felt like that. They gave me a steroid shot, and I felt a lot better. But no, it's it's been going around. I know people say that, but I'm talking in schools. Everybody's had it. There's been kids sick as a motherfucker they were talking about doing mass bullshit again that's not gonna oh, fly fuck that. no no um but yeah and, and unfortunately they said uh you know for her they couldn't do anything she's too young to get a steroid shot but uh me they gave me a steroid shot about two or three days later i felt better uh but that that uh that general malaise or whatever they call it where you just fucking don't want to do shit I had well, that at the end of Thursday. I, you have you get that feeling, you know. You're not yep. sick, but you got that feeling. But it's like it's very slight throat tinge or something. But you're not sick yet. But you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna be sick tomorrow. You know that feeling, right? It's tough. That's what I got up on Thursday. At the end of Thursday, I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and go to the store and get some soup and Jello and stuff because I know I'm not. I'm gonna be fucked up. Then the next day, I was kind of sick, but not really. And then and then I thought I was feeling better. And then the next day, man, I was like, oh, it was bad. And um, kind of just wrote it out. And today was, I, st- I still had the head shit going on today. And, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit better. But, man, I'm still not, not feeling all the way right. I still got some nasal stuff, too, like, you know. Uh, so hopefully we're at the end of this thing. But I don't know. How long did it last for you and all? You know what? It was it was. I think the steroid shot helped a ton. So if you haven't got one and you have that opportunity, I would I would recommend it. Um, I felt like shit for a few days, uh, let's say two days before I finally went to the doctor on the third, just because I knew it was going to get worse. 
and uh, it did. I mean, my th- it was my throat mostly. I mean, I thought I either had you know something scratched. It was so swollen up in the back um, and just red, and I, it was hard to sleep. Um, I had to take that chloroseptic shit that uh, numbs shit it. lasts for like five seconds. It doesn't do shit. I, I did. I sprayed that a bunch and. Uh, right before bed and would wake up and it was just on fire. So it took a bunch of ibuprofen. They told me to do that. They gave me the steroid shot. So I would say before I went to the doctor, probably three days of just feeling progressively worse. Like you said, that first day was like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm getting sick. And then it just got worse. And then after the, the shot, probably felt better in a day or two. I hear you. <clears throat> I'm probably not going to. I try to avoid doctors at all costs. Uh... I'm not that dumb as like to win. Like I know I have to go to a doctor. I will go, but uh, I try to avoid that shit for the most part if I can. I'm the same way. I agree with you. That was just more. I think I, I you know, I, I never go unless I'm taking the kids. But it's it was one of those where I felt like such shit. Um, it might have I been was, worse than what I got. I mean, my mouth was pretty. It's still, it's bad. But maybe I probably should have went earlier if I was going to get a shot. I was worried I had strep throat. And I was that's thinking, what it, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it, it, I, that's what I thought. Just because my throat was so bad, but I felt like you know the flu and the cold with all the other shit. Usually with strep throat, I just have a you know, horrible sore throat, and nothing else. Um, yeah, I mean that's why I was hoping like go to the doctor, they can give you some antibiotics and shit. So that's why I, I fucking ended up going. But yeah, if, if you ever if you feel worse or your throat gets worse, man, they can give you that steroid shot. <laughs> Otherwise, ibuprofen and holler at your boy later. Yeah, you know, the chicken soup seems to be all right, but I did, even though I was sick with COVID, I managed to have sex with a girl this weekend. I don't know. I can't explain it. Even, <laughs> even through sickness, you managed to have sex. Now, how'd, you, how'd that go? <laughs> well, let me tell you, she was so stupid. She thought Summer's Eve was the night before summer starts. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's what baby uses, yeah. Oh, oh what? Oh. How do you know that, you fucking freakazoid? I'm in tune. My baby's feeling out of you. Oh, that's disgusting. What's wrong with you? You fucking Wiz told me uh, on text he thought it was a shampoo. <laughs> I feel you get the dog with it, y'all. <laughs> oh, God. You fucking cracked me up. All right. Well, <clears throat> so this weekend was a loss, man, because I actually wanted to get out and, like, you know, go see a game or something like that, man. And then, man, with the sickness, you just can't. No. Nah. That shit, whack. You can't do anything. So, except have sex. <laughs> yeah, you can do that for sure. Well, with a slut, maybe. Um, Man, had tons of football action. That was one at least thing I had was could watch football, even though, uh, man, I don't even know if I want to bring it up. Even though Bama lost, you know, go ahead and All get right. that out of the way. Um. Still, you know, still had football action on. I watched the new Dark Side of 2000s. That was before I got sick on last Tuesday. You remember Maxim Magazine? Did you ever have a subscription to Maxim Magazine? I did, and absolutely fucking love that magazine. So they had a whole thing on that. It was okay. I don't know. They call it the most riveting piece of work I've ever seen. But it's basically saying it was based on a magazine, uh, in London called Loaded, and then FHM was there too in London, and then some guy, I can't remember the fucker's name, but 
he basically copycatted these magazines and uh, did a little bit. They added some biatches in there, and it went pretty good for a while, and then he sold it, basically. So, I don't know. Not, not very interesting, but I guess it was something to... It was... I don't know. There, there were better ones in this series, I feel like. So... Did you like uh, Maxim back in the day? It seems like that'd be up your alley. I did have a subscription, too. So, yeah, cool. I think every young man back then, because I was kind of in there pre-internet-ish time. Yeah, uh, early uh, 2000s. I think uh, mid-2000s, even. It was, it was nice because it was a good admixture of like a playboy and men's health um like not quite yeah. as wild or dirty as playboy is because it wasn't like nudity but it was like you know sexy pictures whereas and then men's health always had like the extras like what electronics are great this month not just health tips but the health tips kind of got boring and shit drink carrot juice fuck that uh so yeah it was a really cool magazine loved it i thought maxim uh was the precursor for fhm so hey i learned something new yeah, FHM has been around actually before them, and that's gotcha. actually what I thought too. Till I saw the uh, <clears throat> saw the documentary and whatnot. <clears throat> so, but hey, um, cool, cool, cool. You know the deal. Let's go ahead and take calls. All right, so we got Raj in North Khaki. Raj, and let's go ahead and go to him. What's hey, Raj, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm through. All right. I need a piece of advice here. How do you get other than friends on with a beach? Please tell me this. I will hang up and listen. Have a great show. Well, he said the friend zone, right? How to get out of the friend zone. Mm. Well, I've never been in the friend zone. And so the piece of advice I would give you is just don't get in the friend zone to begin with. I've had a couple of bitches try to put me in the friend zone. I'm not going to lie. But what I did at that point was just stop talking to them. Because if you get in the friend zone, that's your own damn fault. You should know better. So yeah. if they try to put you in the friend zone, just fucking go to the next one. That's my advice. Yeah, I co-sign that advice. It's simple enough. But yeah, the friend zone's a choice. Totally a choice. If you're gonna, if you know there's nothing there, Raj, uh, but you decide to stick around for friendship, it's not gonna work. There's, there's just no. I mean, no, you, you can't do that. So. Uh, yeah, Grant Mills, you nailed that. One for one as always, 100% so far. Um, yeah, just don't do it. Move on. I might just never give her out your money and everything. Yeah, don't take that advice. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> any any young man out there, don't listen to Wes Creever's marriage <laughs> tips, please. Don't take the long way home. I'm okay, friends, I'm bitch. Yeah, with a lot of pain and suffering. No. <laughs> yeah, you need to calm down. He takes it personal. You shut up. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. For, so, Raj, I hope you're not in the friend zone, buddy. But if you are in the friend zone, which it sounds like he is, um, yeah. I mean, just stop talking to her, man. That's basically it. I mean, I guess I already said that, but. Yeah, I mean, so. he, you can even just be straight up with her, like, "Hey, I was hoping for something more with you," and if she comes back with, "Well, I just want to be friends," be like, "Thanks, but no thanks," and then yeah. just move on, cut your losses. I mean, there's just nothing there. You're not going to gain anything by staying friends with someone that you have a romantic interest in, Raj. So keep us updated on that. 
Yeah, Raj, keep us updated, man. Keep your head up there, man. All right. Who else we got? Let's go ahead and go to Jerry in Knoxville, Tennessee. This is Jerry Kirschenberg from Knoxville. <laughs> well, I told you, boys, look at Bama now. <laughs> we on Alabama. I knew that motherfucker was going to call in and say some shit. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I heard they play some booty, booty ass team. Anyway, so uh, that's okay. All right. You know, just because they got one loss, it's not the best, but we also ain't out here playing Cal or, you know, some booty ass team. And it's early in the season. So I think there's still time. If you're going to lose, lose early. Right. So the game itself. Man, do you think they should have benched Milrow and put in someone else? Or obviously, I guess now we could say that it would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. You know, I I do a pretty deep dive when I watch football, and I even got to a point where I was like taking notes, and I don't know who what I'm going to do, fax them to the Alabama coaching staff. But I, I, the game just got progressively worse, and it got worse in a hurry. I mean, if you go back and you watch, Alabama's defense did really well in the first drive. Defense actually did well in the first half. Um, holding them to, you know, I think it was 13 by the end of the first half. I think they just got ran down towards the end. So, uh, but with Milrow, yeah, I mean, he, he needed to be benched. His, his throws were really, really bad. People have criticized both ends of it. And there was a point where he just was getting a lot of pressure. Even then, he had several opportunities to make good plays. There was a crucial first down that they needed to make on a third down. Um and just a really, really poor pass. He had plenty of time in the pocket to make it. Bad overthrown pass. He had, Prentice saved him on one reception where he pulled the ball from the ground. Bad pass. Then he had Jace McClellan out in the flat, wide open on a wheel route for a touchdown. That I mean, any quarterback would have made that, and that was a pure. That was easy touchdown. There's, there's no mistakes on that. Um, you look at his interceptions he threw. He was not pressured. Um, at those times, he just made bad coverage, re- terrible coverage reads. Um, and he should have thrown two other interceptions. One was tipped in the end zone for a touchdown before a penalty brought it back. Um, but that should have been a pick. And there was another pick that was dropped. So, I mean, worst case, the thing with that is, too, there's no best case scenario. You can't say, well, if this changed, he would have been better. There, he, he wouldn't have been. It, it, they could have had four interceptions on him. Easy. Um so, yeah, I didn't want to go into a deep dive, but it's been scratching my edge, and fuck you, Jerry. Um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, they I, they should have. And they were they asked Saban that question, and he said he considered it, but he came back out and got hot, and he thought that would gain his confidence back. But uh, you you already lost the momentum. You're losing the game. What would it have hurt to try your number two? And especially after a whole offseason of quarterback battle, making it seem seemingly close. If it's that close, then try the other motherfucker because he's not that far behind, right? Yeah, I think at a certain point you probably needed to there, but oh, I don't know. Uh, you yeah. probably have got more um, football sense than me when it comes to that, but I probably would have benched him too. Yeah, I mean, so. I think a lot of it, I mean, just playing a couple of years and obviously not at a D1 level, but being around coaching environments at times, and you know, I think it's all the case for all sports. I think when you've lost, there's, you know, I think it's also player different. I, there's some players like Bryce Young uh, and even a Tim Tebow um, 
are, are just very cool and collected. And I think they look at each drive individually like, okay, that drive didn't go my way. Let's do another drive. I can't say this for Milrow. I don't know him personally, but just watching him, I think he takes that with him, if that makes sense. He doesn't just let the drive, bad drive, stay on the field and come back and try again. He, he tries to go make up for it. Um, like, oh shit, that pass was terrible. Let me let me make let me force some other passes to show people I'm not a bad passer. And then he throws a fucking other interception. I don't know. It just seems like uh, it, it, he has a he gets that chip on his shoulder um, in not a good way. So. Yeah, I, I would have long answer short, too long, didn't read. Uh, I would have benched him. I imagine they're going to start him next week against South Florida. But I, I, to me, I would get some reps to another guy. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go to Harriet in T Town. Hey, it was spicy about that loss. Yeah. Oh, I can't blame her. And Jerry acting a damn fool. That's all right. It's like she said. They played Duncan Austin P. Like, when when did they play somebody? I don't even know the schedule, but when when they play a real team, then we'll see. We'll see what old Jerry has to say then. Or is he going to be hiding out in his little cave there? Jerry! Jerry! Shit. Jerry Kirshen. Let's go ahead and go to Mark in Las Vegas. This is Mark from Vegas. Hey, man, what do you think about the Raiders, man? They won this past week. You think they're going to have a good chance to see Jimmy G, man? What do you think of them? I think they're going to do well. They beat Denver. Tell me your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen, man. Great show. Hmm. Uh, they beat Denver. Denver sucks. And they beat him by like one fucking point. So, I don't care. I already told you, man. I mean, I, I guess I'm still a Raiders fan. But I, 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 I'm rooting for somebody else. The Bills. Do you have your pro team yet, Wiggy? What about the Dolphins, man? We gotta Dolphins got to be up there. I think they got five Bama guys. Uh, Dolphins would be up there. I, 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 they've got uh, a friend of mine sent me a list of former Bama players. In Miami, I've been down that way. I haven't been to Miami, been to Palm Beach. So uh, maybe. Big Tua fan. He had a he had quite a day. Um, I'm, I'm still on standby for that. All righty then. <laughs> Jimmy G, you know, whatever. He didn't look that great, you know. And Russell Wilson and that whole Denver. I don't know what's going on with that. Hearing different things. I don't think it's going to be very good for him. But he got a ton of money and whatever. He didn't need anyone like one or two Super Bowls. I don't know. Something like that. So, hey, that's pretty good. Get your money. Get your money. Let your money, man. But uh, I don't mean the Raiders are going to do anything. I told you, they're cursed. All right. Um, always have been so <clears throat> we'll see the, the season has just begun and um, I need to probably put some bet in, bets in but I don't I probably shouldn't either because that's a dicey road and I'm not really a gambling man if you will 
But I know some folks like to do that. So man, shit. If I had enough, if I had money, I would. That might be fun. Just money to burn. Unfortunately, that I do not have, folks. <laughs> well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and uh, get your drugs, get your drinks, take your piss and shit, and we'll be back right after this. some news everyone Meditation exercise confused for a mass murder scene. 
Wait, the actual mass murder scene. My Ben Cooper article is... Police descended on a community space in Britain where some local dog walkers mistook a yoga class group meditation exercise for the results of a ritual mass murder. The Seascape Cafe at the North Sea Observatory in Chapel St. Leonard's, England, detailed the unusual incident in a Facebook post. Quote, if anyone heard the mass police sirens in Chapel St. Leonard's at 9.30 p.m. last night, and please uh, be uh, reassured, the post said, they're on their way to the observatory after someone reported a mass killing in our building. Having seen several people laying on the floor, which actually turned out to be the yoga class in meditation. Dear general public, please be mindful that the observatory has lots of yoga classes happening in the evenings. We are not a part of any mad cult or crazy clubs, the post said. The class teacher, Millie Laws, wrote on her Unity Yoga Facebook page, that the police were called when some local dog walkers mistook the scene for a ritual mass murder. Law said the class had already dispersed by the time the police had arrived at the building. She says she learned about the police's visit and a phone call from the building's manager. I was very shocked. She told CNN, quote, unquote, it was so unreal that I didn't quite believe it was true, quote, end quote, wait, quote. Uh, I have spoken to most of the people who took part and they have just said how mad it is. They're all participating in a beautiful deep relaxation, and it could have never run through any of our minds. This could be taken in this way, end quote. A police representative confirmed officers were called to the building for what turned out to be a mistake. Quote, a call was made following concerns for the occupants of the North Sea Observatory at Chapel St. Leonard's. Officers attended. We're happy to report everyone is safe and well. The call was made with good intentions. Oh, end quote. So, <clears throat> well, that's good. These days, I guess you never know, but uh, mass murder, man, that would not have been cool. My thing is, I don't know. Uh, I, I would have been like, I don't know about mass murder, maybe mass suicide, or, you know, didn't see a bunch of blood anywhere or anything. I wouldn't have thought. So, uh, why wouldn't they talk a little bit of mass suicide, like, you know, Heaven's Gate or something? Jonestown. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Got some video game news going on in the hills. Epic Chief Fortnite lore master Donald Mustard leaving the company. Oh. I right, put that one in there for you. I know you love mustard. I By Zach Zinzing. Donald Mustard <laughs> was leaving Epic Games. Mustard was a driving force behind Fortnite's success and the chief creative officer at Epic Games for the last seven years. On September 8th, via a post on Twitter, Mustard announced the surprising news, explaining that after an incredible adventure, he was retiring from his role at C as CCO at Epic later this month. After an incredible adventure, I will be retiring from my role as chief creative officer at Epic this month. I have enjoyed nearly 25 years in the game industry, collaborating with uh, now I'm lost it. Collaborating with some of the most talented people ever, and I am so proud that we have made. I'm so proud of what we have made together. From the ambitious advent rising to the start of CH Air, we created. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read all this shit anyway. So he's retiring, and. Um, I guess his big thing was Fortnite, uh, which was an epic game, I guess. Yeah. 
Fucking huge. I don't, I don't uh, not a big uh, Fortniter. And the uh, only reason I uh, did this story is because his last name was Mustard. So and it makes me folks. laugh, so thank you. Because we have a friend, Big Mustard, and he was sick too. So I hope he, uh, shout out to Big Mustard. Hope you're getting well. I don't think he's related to Donald Mustard because uh, they're not the same uh, Mustard people. So That's right. I think uh, Big Mustard is... Uh, his last uh, name's... Yeah, his last name's actually not Mustard, but he's also black, so... His first name, Dijon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else is going on? You might want to know after that story. Oh. Anything. Well, I... <laughs> um, let's see. I got one about a bodybuilder, a bodybuilding chef, a bodybuilding chef chops cucumber blindfolded for a world record. This one's by Ben Hooper as well. A Canadian chef. This one's on YouTube too. A Canadian chef known for his knife skills broke a Guinness World Record by chopping 166 slices of cucumbers in 30 seconds while wearing a blindfold. Wallace Wong, a chef and bodybuilder known as a six-pack chef on TikTok, put his chopping skills to the test for an episode of Guinness World Records Italian TV show, Lo Show de Record. Wong donned a blindfold, a blindfold and chopped some long strips of half cucumber in 166 slices in a 30-second time period. Wong has previously appeared on TV shows including Fridgewars, Top Chef Canada, and Chopped Canada, said surviving a bout with cancer at age 17 inspired him to overcome obesity and set goals for his bodybuilding and cooking careers. Quote, I would say cancer's been the best thing that ever happened to me, end quote, Wong told Guinness World Records. Quote, when you've experienced thought, the thought and uh, feeling of not having it tomorrow, you change your whole mindset, end quote. Okay, and I guess that inspires you to cut up cucumbers in a very fast time. You know what though? I can I can respect that record. It's um yeah, the outcome, you just chopped a bunch of cucumbers, but it's still talent. There's some risk involved, you know, you need your fingers cuz you're going to be blindfolded. Um and it was for a good cause. So, uh I tip my hat to that one. Tip my hat to the cucumber man. Absolutely. Every time. Huh. What else is going on? Got a Beyonce story. I know you love Beyonce. Love a Beyonce it. fan goes into labor during California concert. Also by Ben Hooper. A Beyonce concert in California became extra memorable for one fan. She went into labor during a superstar's performance. Sarah Frances Jones, an actor and dancer who appeared in films including Honey and Hairspray, said her and her partner, the neighborhood actor Marcel Spears, were attending Beyonce's concert. Monday night at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood when she started having contractions a few days before her due date. She said, something's happening. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, baby Nola arrived on September 5th, missing out on Beyonce's September 4th birthday. Who cares about this shit? You're stupid. Why, uh, why, why are you going to go to a fucking Beyonce uh, concert when you're very pregnant? You're an idiot. Fuck yeah, you and your stupid-ass kid. Dumb-ass <laughs> name, Nola. Shut the fuck up, stupid. I don't even like Beyonce anyway, man. She sucks. She's a fucking idiot. Oh, all the same ladies, all the same, and you know, all that dumb shit, boss bitch shit, and guess what? She's married to Jay-Z. She's married. She has a family. 
Like, she doesn't, like, I don't, this shit, I don't even get all my shit about her, but she's a fucking idiot. You stank, Beyonce. Fuck you. And fuck all your fans, too. You know what? I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Beyonce. I never liked Beyonce, dog. Fuck her, dude. Her shit sucks, man. She's an idiot. And her fans are idiots, too. <sighs> yeah. So whatever. Um, definitely. Uh, I, well, I, I don't understand why anybody, when you're very pregnant, like you said, goes out anywhere in massive humanity spaces to carnivals or concerts, um, sports games. I mean, if you're that pregnant, I'm guessing probably seven and a half months, eight months or after, I'm sure there's some guidelines somewhere. You're just being irresponsible at that point. But at a Beyonce of all places, Jesus. Come on, man. Beyonce. God, man, what a fucking worthless trick. You suck. Anyway, let's go ahead and go to something else. I don't want to talk about stupid-ass Beyonce shit. She's an idiot. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it for the fucking news, man. There's nothing oh, else there. <laughs> you just held up the paper you wrote it on and burned it after the Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just the stupidity in this world, man. You know, and she's, a, she's part of the stupidity, okay? I agree with that. Don't be up here rapping about you know equal women power shit when you're not even that like you're traditional you got a family with jay-z he cheated on you once and you stayed so shut up shut up hey all you're trying to do is sell records under some false shit so fuck you you're an idiot you're trash um <clears throat> so that's it for the, <laughs> that's oh, it for the news i don't really have anything else it's nothing really weird going on um Man, I know we got a uh, a game review that's going to be happening. Yeah. And now this game is an older game, so I'm going back to the vintage stuff here. But right now, because I think the last game that uh, I reviewed was new. Yeah, it was Dead Cell, so that was a newer game. And um, so we're going to get into vintage, uh, vintage video game review. <laughs> <laughs> From the fictional universe of Lighten, California, from the first three installments, Open Season, follows police detective John Carey as he investigates a series of brutal murders in Los Angeles. This game was produced in cooperation with former Los Angeles Police Department Chief Daryl F. Gates, placing former California Highway Patrol Officer Jim Walls in West Sierra around 1991. Open season was well received by critics 
but underperformed compared to previous entries. An updated CD version was released in 1996. An indirect sequel and spin-off, Police Quest SWAT, was released in 1995. Oh, yeah. So, this is a point-and-click um, game, basically, like a lot of the Sierra, Sierra games were in this era. It uses icons for walking, speaking, using, looking, rather than a text parsing system using the first two games. The mouse is used to select and interact with objects from the game world and the player's inventory as well as you direct the player character around the various environments. Like previous Police Quest games open season, places emphasis on following proper police procedure with penalties for failing to do so. It extends from actions to how the player treats certain characters. For example, the player choosing to harass female characters will eventually lead to a game over. Most of the game uses full motion video, with most characters being video recordings of actors and most background being edited photographs of real locations in LA, such as the interior of the Parker Center. Britain, Texas, uh, replaced by audible narration and dialogue in the 1996 CD version. So let's, I'm going to do something a little bit different here. I'm going to break it down a little bit. So I'm going to go graphics and sound for the era. It's about a four, four out of five. The game's VGA graphics are a significant upgrade from the last ones, providing a gritty and immersive atmosphere. Um, the voice acting is a highlight with believable performances and enhanced storytelling in the game. So when it comes to gameplay, this game takes more of a casual approach to gameplay uh, compared to the previous ones. The shift in gameplay style might disappoint some longtime fans, but opens the door to a bigger audience. Also has puzzles, and um, they're well designed, uh, often requiring creative problem solving. That's about a 3.5 as far as gameplay goes. Story and narrative. Now, this is probably the strongest aspect of the game. You play Detective John Carey, who is embroiled in a series of gruesome murders. The story is dark and mature, dealing with disturbing themes and keeps you engaged. From the beginning to the end, the writing is top-notch, featuring complex characters and a plot that constantly twists and turns. The game doesn't shy away from any sensitive subjects, which adds depth and authenticity to the narrative. I'll give it about a 4 out of 5 with that. So, replayability as well. Uh... While it does have an engaging story, it may lack replay value for some players once they've experienced the gripping plot. However, it's worth revisiting for those who appreciate well-crafted narratives and want to explore different choices and consequences. So, in conclusion, I want to give this bad boy a 3.5. And uh, I would say definitely check it out if you haven't. You know, When it comes to replayability, this is one of those where you probably play it and you're done with it unless there's something weird about it that you like but uh in my experience the only games that i really replay after uh i don't know because sports games are a little bit different when you're talking about beating a game if you beat a sports game it's different than some than an adventure game uh sports games and games of that nature have may, way more uh i guess replayability if you could call it that um because it's not the same type of game um so it's like rereading a book, you know? 
yeah, when you're talking about an adventure game, unless you have multiple outcomes that you the, can kind of fuck with. The point-and-click games are tough. I actually uh, did a review on uh, another podcast and, and learned something about uh, the point-and-click games. There's a couple of called Mac Venture games. Uh, Deja Vu, Uninvited. I, I actually looked into Uninvited because it was a cool game, real scary game. Loved it. I didn't realize uh, that was an early Nintendo point-and-click game. Uh, Police Quest. I actually had Police Quest SWAT. I didn't have Open Season, um, but familiar, similar gameplay. SWAT, I think, was 95. Um, but yeah, that's the problem with the point-and-click game, though, because especially this early game environment, they're fun. But once you kind of solve that puzzle that moves the game forward, you already know what it is. So that's kind of where it takes that value from. If you're playing a game that's in real time, the sports game, obviously, that's a unique challenge in itself. But there, there's a lot more replay factor. The point-and-click games, man, as much as I love them and I thought it was a really fun game, when it goes back to replaying, I think Police Quest SWAT. I, I burned through it one time and never tried it again. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I uh, definitely, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how it goes, man. Unless you just really like the game, you know? Yeah, um, there was, uh, yeah, and, and it's tough, too, because you got to give them credit. They were using a lot of video. Um, there was a hunting game like that one time, and I cannot remember what it was called. And I thought I was in the hunting for a while. I went through a redneck phase. Um but it was point and click. Like, you know, usually even Oregon Trail was more advanced than this piece of shit. It was like beautiful graphics. But once you played it, the deer popped out in the same spot every fucking time. And you're like, you know where he's going to pop out. So you just put your cursor there and you shoot him. And like, if you shot and put your cursor on him, the same animation would happen. He would just like roll over and it'd be like, oh, you shot the deer. That's great. Um, whatever the fuck it said. But if you missed it, like you would swap into another video and he would run away and shit. Um, those live action full motion video capture games were really funny. They were trying to be peak technology back then. But uh, some of the transitions, if you goofed up or something, were really, really poorly done. But it was cool. It was early and they were trying shit. So respect to that. Hell yeah, man. Oh. So yeah, go check out that game. It's pretty cool. And um Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 3.5 is a good uh um <clears throat> a good uh rating. Well, you know, so yep. Yep, 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 yep. Man, we gotta do picks, man. We do have to do picks. Let's see. What do we got for last week's results? All you sports fans out there. We did our NFL. There we go. Hitting them hard. Uh, we did our NFL picks, I think, two podcasts to go. Uh, NFL picks. Man, I am fucking embarrassed. Uh, I came in last seven. Now, what's happening with the Jets and the, the Bills right now? Do we have a uh, score update on that? 16-22, the Jets. They and that's surprising. Uh, yeah, OT. Okay. Aaron Aaron got hurt early Saw on. That. Yeah. So uh, looks like Zach Wilson pulled it out. Man, that's kind of disappointing. Uh, I know I didn't pick the Jets. 
You did not pick the Jets. Wiss and I both did, so that'll update Dang. our score. I was uh, eight last week on uh, NFL pick, excuse me, two weeks ago. Uh, Grant Mills, you were in the middle of between me and Wiss, 10, and loathe me to say such a thing. Wiss got 12 NFL picks right. Dude, he picked against, uh, what the fuck? He, I think he picked a couple that were like upsets. He picked a lot of upsets. I think he picked uh, Cleveland, which fucking, he, that was an upset. What the he fuck? He picked Cleveland. He picked ATL. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm genius, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know about that, but damn, you got lucky. Yeah, he he had some good uh, he had some good upsets there. So why don't let's see, I got the NCAA too. Should we go ahead and just do the NFL picks, then mosey on into NCAA? Or? However, we can do either way. I don't care. So, tell you what, I'll, I'll go ahead and review, recap, and then let's see. So what was NCAA picks? Let me turn to my trusty notebook. Uh, this is more accurate. Grant Mills, eight out of ten on our NCAA picks. We've been doing ten pickums. Uh, Jay Wiggy, 7 out of 10, respectable C. And Wiss, 5 out of 10, 50. That's an F. Damn. <laughs> I know it. So he, but those NFL picks, though, so you got to give tip the hat to Wiss on that. He should have went to the betting parlor. <laughs> should have done something. Yeah. Better all than right. spending all that time with baby. Shut your mouth. I knew it was coming. All right, we're going to do NFL picks and then, I guess, uh, college picks. So, Thursday, September the 14th, uh, we have Minnesota at Philadelphia. Who you got? I'm going to go Philly. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota. Okay. Oh, Philly, yeah. All right, and we'll do Sunday, Green Bay at Atlanta. Go ATL. Uh, I'm going Green Bay on that. ATL, yeah. Uh, Vegas at Buffalo. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. No, I'm Vegas, yeah. Uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati. I'll go Cincy. I'm going Cincy. No, I'm Baltimore, yeah. Seattle at Detroit. I'll go Seattle. I think I'm going to go Detroit on this. Man. I know they're cursed, but I, don't, I just don't... I don't know. I'm going to go Seattle, yeah. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Tennessee. Ooh, I'm gonna go Chargers. Uh, I'm gonna go Chargers as well. I'm going Tennessee, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Uh, TB. Yeah, I want Tampa as well. I'm, I think Justin Fields is gonna come back on this one, yeah. Chicago. Kansas City at uh, Jacksonville. That's going to be a good one. I think that'll be a good one. I'm going to actually pull Jacksonville on this one. Mm. I think uh, I think Kansas City will come back. I'm going Jacksonville. Pooh wah, pooh wah, pooh wah. Scott, that's to you, man. Quick, you, uh, got some pussy last night. Hey, I get pussy every night. Okay. Uh, Indianapolis <laughs> at Houston. Ooh, uh, I'm going to go Houston. Didn't uh, AR get hurt? Yeah, I think so. But Is he out next game, do you know? I need a look. I, I don't – I saw that, but I don't know. 
Damn. Mm, this is a hard me down, so yeah, I mean, I don't... Mm. I'm going to go Houston. I want Indianapolis, dude. Uh, San Francisco at Los Angeles Rams. Mm. I'm going to go San Fran, and I don't know why. I'm going San Fran, too. I'm going LA Rams, Uh, New York Giants at Arizona. Arizona. Man, this is a bad game. Giants got manhandled. (laughs) Damn. Embarrassing. Uh, I want to go Arizona, too. I'm going to go New York Giants, here. Uh, New York Jets at Dallas. I'm going to go Dallas. I'm going Dallas, too. New York Jets, yeah. Washington at Denver. Ooh, Denver's going to have Jerry Judy back. Don't know if that's going to make much of a difference. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go say Denver. Go on Washington. Oh, Denver, yeah. And Miami at New England. Miami. Uh, I'm going to Miami, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Miami, too. And then we have a doubleheader on Monday, it looks like. Ooh. New Orleans at Carolina. Carolina, Bryce Young. I'm going to go Carolina. I'm going to go Carolina, yeah. I saw Bryce Young threw his first touchdown. The dude threw it out in the stands. Did you see that shit? I did not see that shit. That, damn it. That one, yeah. I haven't wanted that ball. <laughs> Yeah, I, I flipped on it right when it happened, and I think it was the tight end, big old white dude. Got to be a tight end, right? And uh, he, first Bryce Young's first career touchdown, he tossed it. Dude walked tiptoes in the end zone and like chucks it out into the fans. Damn, man, funny shit. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I'll go Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland. Yeah, no, I'm going with the home team, Cleveland. Yeah. All right, so those are those picks. Uh, you can go ahead and get into the NC double picks. NC double picks. Let me turn my page. Boom. We don't have a great lineup of games this week. I know uh, it's the first three weeks, but man, this is. I'm going to go with uh, ESPN's lineup, and then if I see anything interesting, but it feels like the usually by two or week three we have better games. I don't know what it is playing on the cupcakes early and often. Uh, first game they've got for the week, Kansas State 2-0 and at Missouri 2-0. and I'm going to go Kansas State on that. Uh, Kansas State. Kansas State, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, so this one should be a pretty good matchup. LSU at Mississippi State, both 2-0, and still early. Uh, I've got uh, LSU on that one. LSU. You never know. You never know. This one could be a good game. This is uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers 2-0 and versus number 20, North Kakalaki Tar Heels. I'll go in and see who you got. Right, on, uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. North Kakalaki. One of our favorite games. A uh, good rivalry SEC game. Jerry will be watching Tennessee at the Florida Gators. Oh, damn. I think Tennessee's going to win. Yeah, Florida I hate picking. Florida's really bad, and I think they're going to have to fire Napier by the end of the year. But, yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee, too. hate doing it. 
I know, player in the game. Yeah, that's a bad pick. That's a terrible pick. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. We got TCU going against Houston, which I actually think will be a pretty good game. Good offense on that game. Uh, who you got, Grant Mills, TCU or Houston? I'm going to TCU. I think I'm going to go TCU as well. Well, Houston, yeah. H-Town, damn. All right. That's good. So what? <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick right there. Um, they usually say A-Town down, not H-Town down. <laughs> Idiot. I just don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> good night, I swear. Uh we got Georgia Tech at Ole Miss. I think this is actually going to be a pretty decent game. Georgia Tech has been horrible this year. Ole Miss kind of looking a little shaky. Who you got on that one? Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, Grant Mills. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin as well and the Rebs. I love Georgia Tech, man. GT. Now, Wiz has pulled some upsets, but that was on the professional level. Let's see if that translates over to NC Double next week. We also got a uh, early rivalry game. I think it's one-sided, but it's a big game uh, to make the Buffs three and zero if they win. Colorado State at Colorado. Who you got, Graham Mills? Primetime? Oh yeah, Colorado. Colorado, it is. I agree with the Buffs as well. Wes, who you got? Leon, Leon, yeah. All right, Colorado for Wes as well. Let's see. I'm going through the matchups tonight. Number eight, Washington at Michigan State. That actually is a pretty decent matchup. Who you got on Huskies versus the Spartans? Uh, I'll go Washington on that. Yeah, I'm actually going to go the Huskies as well. I'm going to Washington now because I love Huskies. Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought you liked Great Danes. I love all dogs, yeah. All dogs go to heaven, yeah. All right, well, I'll trust you on that. We got two more. <laughs> we didn't have a talk, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, South, South. <laughs> I don't know why the one time I called in, yeah. Uh, South Carolina at Georgia. I think South Carolina is going to give them a little heat, but I don't know if I'm going to pick South Kakalaki. What do you say, Grant Mills? What? They're playing Georgia? Yeah, oh, Georgia. yeah. Georgia, come on, come on. South Carolina always plays them pretty tough for some reason. I don't know why. It's at Georgia. I think if it was at South Carolina, it'd be a little closer. I think they'll bring some heat, but I think Georgia steps away. I'm going to go Georgia. Wiss, who you got? Georgia. I figured you would. They got the Bulldogs there. All right. And one more. There is not a lot of big matchups this week. I'm trying to find it. You know, we've got Alabama has got South Florida, so that's going to be a gimme game. Let's see if we got something better than that. You know what? This is a good one. Uh, UNLV, they just lost to Michigan. Vanderbilt is playing at UNLV. That's weird seeing Vandy play in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, but Vanderbilt at UNLV. At Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, tickets are actually thirty-five bucks for the cheapest ones. So, who you got on that one? Vanderbilt, Vandy. I'll go SEC on that one too, Vandy. And Wiss. Yeah, that could be a good pick. They 
played Michigan pretty tough after until they got smashed. All right, that is our 10 NCAA picks this week. We've got mostly one-sided cupcake games, probably some good tune-up games for big teams. Uh, we need Bama to definitely get back on track. Uh, that was an ugly game. You know what, what really took the air out of myself in that game? Usually I can find something positive to say about a Bama team. And if they just lost, that's one thing. But I think Bama was worse than Texas was good. Don't get me wrong. Texas played a hell of a damn game. No, no, Sark's a great coach. But I just I cannot find one positive aspect that Alabama did in that ball game. Not one. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that. Um, I don't know what yeah. else to say. <laughs> I, you know, and there really isn't anything. I mean, they just—I mean, it's, it's kind of back to the drawing board for that. I mean, I think the the score was 34-24, and honestly, it, it shouldn't have even been that. Um, I mean, I, I, the way they played and what could have been, and a little bit of luck on the draw. I mean, that should have been a forty-two to seventeen. 42-10 game. I mean, Alabama really, really struggled on all sides of the ball, and that's disappointing. Every position group struggled. Secondary got picked on. Linebackers allowed runs up the middle. Defense had no pr- – uh, defensive line had no pressure. Offensive line allowed pressure. Jalen Milrow couldn't throw to save his life. Rushing yards, I think the leading rusher was less than 60 yards. Uh, receivers, um, mm, I think they did what they could with what they were given, but nothing really stood out uh, besides Burton, who ran down a Jalen Milrow Hell Mary, basically, and, and caught that. But, yeah, so going forward with Bama, I think they just have to go back to square one. And uh, for all you Bama fans out there, Harriet, I know you're listening in. I, I don't think the season is quite over, but I do think there is going to be a lot and a lot of adjustments that need to be made if they're going to even be in the division race much less a conference and much less a playoff so we'll keep our eye out well it needs to learn when to um when to check down when to pull it down and run um and when to throw it uh you're not going to go just one read and then tuck the ball you need to go through your reads and like i said man usually the problem with quarterbacks is they don't they don't read progression isn't there. They don't know when to check down. They try to go for the big play when they need to check down. Um, overall accuracy, that's a problem. Yeah. And um, like you said earlier, man, being calm and collected. I think he's he's a rookie. So, well, I don't know if he's a rookie, but I'm, he's what is how long has he been there? Two God. years? Three? He's it might be more. I don't know. He might be a redshirt sophomore if that. He can't be a junior. Yeah, he's so a, if he's a junior, they would they shouldn't be starting him. He just needs more experience, and um, you know, that's a good point though. That's the problem with being a mobile quarterback that can run well is because you're you're always going to be itching to run because you know you can and you can do it well but you can't do it every time. You're not going to sell it. Nobody's fooled because you're usually not running to the left. If you're right-handed, you're going to run to your dominant side and they're going to spy. And they, they, uh, Texas had a spy on him most all night and, and shut it down. He had some pretty decent runs, but man, a lot of those were just plain athleticism. Uh, 
moving as quick as he can, and they should have been sacks, and he just escaped. So that's that's the really big problem with a mobile quarterback. And you saw it with Jalen Hurts, and, and Jalen, to his credit, got better and got out of that for the most part. But I think going to Oklahoma helped his transition. Um, but with Milrow, yeah, he's he, he's really, really bad about you know, and he wasn't early on in the game. He got gun shy after that pick, but man, that was just a terrible coverage read. And then he made another pick that was the same. I mean, the guy was just to his left the first pick. The guy was just to, and just sitting there in zone. He didn't see him. He throws in. I mean, it, it wasn't even like a, a fight for the ball. I mean, it was literally like he was throwing it to that guy. So um, it's good that they have South Florida again, Harriet. This is more for you because I know you're listening, and all you other Alabama fans. I wouldn't fret. Saban has a really talented team under him. He's got a lot of players. I don't know if his coaching staff is really talented. I wouldn't go that far. But, um, man, Kevin Steele should have dialed up some pressure. He didn't really do that. Tommy Reese, I don't know what the fuck he was calling. Those play calls were awful. Yeah. It wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. Um, But I don't don't think that's going to be the end of Alabama for the year. I I think they've got – Lose early, that you can make adjustments early. It's hard to make them down the line. But, you know, in bright side, man, Colorado, they are looking fantastic. They're looking good. And, man, Dion is out there doing it. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season for them. And I'm uh, really curious to see what happens when they play um, some real, real competition. I don't TCU isn't real. Oh, that was a good game, but. Yeah, I agree with you. I think like a USC would be a good uh, a good matchup. USC smashed whoever the hell they played this weekend. Uh, I, I think that would be a good matchup to see if they're actually on the level or if they're just dominating less skilled opponents. And uh, it'll be fun. It's going to be fun to see. Cheapest tickets this week, if you're out in Tempe, Arizona, Fresno State is playing Arizona State 930 FS1 this Saturday. Tickets are as low as four dollars so low four dollars yeah. yeah and i think the most expensive team speak of the devil colorado state at colorado lowest price ticket i can find is 206 206 dollars to see prime time yeah colorado and colorado state can you imagine two years ago saying that would be the uh, the most expensive game of the week and it is by far uh i think the next one you're gonna have uh, whoa, this was unexpected. Tickets as low as 173. East Carolina and Appalachian State. Y'all are doing it big. Okay, fair enough. That'd probably yeah. be a pretty decent game, though. Probably would be a good game. Appalachian State always bring it. The other lowest ticket for Thursday, $4 also, Bethune-Cookman at Miami Hurricanes. So Miami, uh, who just beat Texas A&M. Their fans just don't, man, no love there. No love. It should be a good week, though. So I'm looking forward to it. We're back in football season. I'm feeling better. Grant Mills, how are you feeling by the end of the show? You you feeling better? Or you need to need to take a rest. I do feel a bit better, but uh, uh, just hoping it'll. I hope about tomorrow I'll be pretty good to go. Hopefully, I had an admin day today, which I don't like admin days, but. You know, it was pretty low key. I didn't do too much except, like, you know, act like I was doing trainings. But I just <laughs> let those roll through, man. And I had those stupid quizzes at the end of it. I'd just be guessing. 
I'm a fucking anybody. Nobody like does remembers all this shit. So no, I think it's uh, just a profession. It's insurance for the companies to say that you've done it. Yeah. Well, we went through the training. I can't believe. You know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's the reason to fire your ass <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it is well we put him through the training and here's the certification that he knows what the fuck he's doing yeah they full of shit uh, you got anything to cover off on before we start up the cutlass tonight I've got one more thing about college football Baylor is playing at 11 on Saturday and they are playing Long Island University Sharks who the fuck is Long Island University have you ever heard of this team the Sharks I have not. It's got to be a FCS. Yeah, it's got to be somebody. They have lost. They're 0-2. They lost to Ohio, 27-10. They lost to Bryant. Who the fuck is Bryant? Uh, 21-10. So Baylor has the Long Island University Sharks scheduled for Saturday at 11. I kind of want to see that. I've never. This sounds like a team that you make up an NCAA and do a custom helmet. You know, with those pre-bullshit graphics. What uh, channel is that on? That's on Big 12 slash ESPN Plus. So I I think I've got ESPN Plus. I don't have no Big 12 network, but I think I've got the ESPN Plus. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to find it because I've got to see what the fuck a Long Island University. If you've heard of Long Island University, give us a shout uh, because we have no idea. Their quarterback is Luca Stanzani, uh, and he Hmm. is also their leading rusher right now. So... Um, so they were 0-2? They're 0-2, yeah. Ugh. That's not good. No, that's terrible. That's, that's strange. I've never heard of this team. So that's all I've got. You know what? I do have a quote for you guys. Always do sober what you said you would do drunk. That way it will teach you to keep your mouth shut. Oh, hey, oh. Fire it up. He always leaves pretty quick. Runs no out. or anything this time when it comes to baby. Gotta no. be with baby. Gotta be with baby. You got your milk prep on deck. What's going on? Where you milk going? preps. Yeah, I'm a little behind on my milk prep. Uh, the better half, she went and bought some prepackaged uh, meals that a uh, some nutrition store makes. I need to ask her what she got in them, but she bought like two mil, like ten mils, two a day for uh, lunch and dinner. Let me check out what she got in them, but uh, I have not. I got some chicken already. I have not fired up the grill yet. I'm probably going to do that tomorrow, so I'm running behind. I've been uh, eating a lot of pizza pie this weekend, and I'm, I'm feeling the effects, so i got to eat clean this week. Mm, pizza pie. You got any out-of-town appointments lined up? I'm trying to keep it low-key. I'm like you. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm not feeling it this week. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm still getting over it, but I'm, I may just take a Friday off just for the fuck of it. So nothing out of town yet. That can change. Like I said, I went to Florida last week at the uh, last minute. So if something else comes up down there, I may have to run down there for a night. But hey, I'll sneak in a beach trip. Ooh, maybe you can see some boobs. Ooh, that's what I want to <laughs> see. If you go in one place I know down there, you can see all the boobs. All the boobs. Baby, get in the cello. (laughs) Yeah, baby, yeah. (laughs) All right. 
Well, God damn it, another one in the books tonight, everyone. Go ahead and hit that fucking subscribe button. Follow the show. Woo! Oh, man. Uh, so, I hope you check out the old episodes as well now. We're also on all the streaming platforms, iTunes, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, there's other ones, iHeartRadio, Spotify, so on all those, check out the old episodes. Man, I hope all you guys have a great week. This week coming up, it's going to be a good one, I feel, everyone. So do what you do. Got games coming up this week. Of course, it's going to be a good one, y'all. I'm going to give you, I'm going to leave you guys with a Tom Arnold quote. Marriage is like a deck of cards. In the beginning, all you need is two hearts and a diamond. By the end, you're looking for a club and a spade. All right, y'all, we're getting the fuck up out of here. Come back next Monday, 9.30, in the dirty. <laughs> you know how we do. Smoke it up. <laughs>